Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. Today, Roman's guests on Sold Out Sports Talk are Kansas City Chiefs Hall of Fame kicker Nick Lowry and Fox Sports LA's Liz Habib. If you're a great player, uh, you can use anything to help focus in, and the kicker has to be defined by his ability to focus. And music artist Regina Love from NBC's The Voice. Now, here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk, Roman Gabriel III. Two favorite people here. One that I've known a long time, and Nick Lowry, one of the great kickers in NFL history with the Kansas City Chiefs, but more importantly, a guy who does so much for the community, does so much for so many people. Thank you. Liz Habib, hey, hometown Southern California, so when I get out there, that's who I watch for sports. She's good friends with Vince Ferragamo, Jackie Slater, who does the pre-post for Fox in L.A. Liz, great to have you on the show for the first time. I'm so excited to be here. Be close for me. I feel so special because I'm here with all these former NFL players. Uh, You you know what's great? (laughs) It's so great to have the Los Angeles Rams back in it. I wish the Chiefs and my man Mahomes. I know it's tough. I know. Uh, It's tough. Four-inch offside away from – but you know what? No team – should be one play good enough. They no. need to be better than that. And the good news is the NFL is so competitive that every game comes down to a bad call or a great call. Nick, are you a believer in giving the extra possession in overtime to see if they can have a chance to score a touchdown? Oh, you got to be. Mahomes, man. I do. I, do. I mm-hmm. just think that even if it wasn't the, the Chiefs. games are too important that you leave it to a coin flip. And to me, that's the final piece. Give each team a chance. And if they don't score a touchdown, that's game it. over, right? Yeah. Liz, yeah. how about you? How do you feel about that? Uh, absolutely. I was bummed that Mahomes didn't get the ball in that game. And that if it glares anywhere, it's right there where he didn't get the ball in that game because I believe he would have won that game had he gotten the ball in that game. And well, everyone else does too, so you want to know, That's right? a great story. So, right? so uh, Monday night I'm with Matthew Slater, who you know is Jackie's son. He's yes, a class act. Yes. Known him forever because I've covered all the Patriots Super Bowls. So I, I asked him, I said, So, Matthew, I know you're a great special teams player, but obviously they trust you and you have won so many tosses over the years for overtime that have led to Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl because of him. Yeah, they yeah, got the toss. Yeah, Atlanta. Against, yeah, that's so, right. He just always gets So, yeah, I told yeah. him. So I said, How yeah. did, why did you pick heads? <laughs> he and he said, does. He said, well, lately I had called tails a couple of times oh. and the guys were getting on me. So I called heads that night because that's kind of my go-to. Anyway. And I said, you do realize that if you'd have lost a toss, then Kansas City had a really good chance they were going to win. He goes, I'm glad I didn't get a chance to see that. 
Hey, you know what? Just you're sitting next to me. You know Greg Zerline kicked that ball that got oh the Rams God. to the Super yes. Bowl, right? And now he's been having trouble in his plant foot. So his foot, yeah, he hasn't been practicing. His foot's hurt. Oh, Apparently, wow. he said, when they were at the um, Superdome, there was some kind of metal plate on the floor right. under the turf, and he right. stepped on it. Yep. It's, it's been huge. two weeks. Don't yes, you love it? Does. She's being the host. I love it. 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 It could be huge. My last five years, I was even better at kicking game-winning field goals. And what I did was, you got to put your head in the right place. I would say left foot, moving towards the ball. The ball's not spinning for one-tenth of a second before you kick it. So you got to be exactly at the right place. I would say left foot and explode. But that left foot had to be right at the target. The left foot has to be firm. Your left side has to be firm. All right, firm. Nick, and I know. if you don't trust it, just like anything. You never saying, missed a field goal, so we can't ask right, you this. Right, <laughs> yeah, When I was injured, I never had a bad game when I, when I was sick because it makes you dig deeper. So yeah. what, you, what, what Liz is saying is also true, that if you're a great player, uh, you can use anything to help focus in. And the kicker has to be defined by his ability to focus. So he came through with a 57-yarder. What? happens to a kicker because it's so it's almost it's hard to watch when somebody hits the goalpost like that like what happened with the bears oh, yeah. it's just really hard to watch uh, what is the feeling when you it's miss a kick like that that ever. means so much you know what if you care about it i mean i'm reminded of when uh frankly my parents passed away and i realized the reason that i hurt so much is because i love them and they love me when you hurt as a kicker because you missed it is because you cared so it is the worst thing it's it's the it, you, you motivate yourself by being at your best in those moments so it, it really is crushing and you just have to learn from it and move on the game now is is coming down to literally in slow motion still not being able all to right so liz yeah. liz yeah. i gotta ask you this okay listen you're you're covering the rams you've been around the rams quite a bit here I went back to see, I think, the Packers-Rams game, and I think I walked around the stadium and I saw like five people that had my dad's jersey on, the white and blue number 18. And I remember talking to Roger Goodell two years ago before the Rams came back, or three years ago. And I said, Roger, you gotta get you got to get them to wear the white and blue. All these fans that have been without this for so long remember the Coliseum, remember the white and blue uniforms. You would sell thousands of dollars people would want to do this so he you know he gave me the standard commission answer which was well I really don't have a lot to do with that that's going to be their decision but when they came out with the white and blues in the playoffs against Dallas that was emotional at the Coliseum I was thinking man that brings me back you know fans and I talked to so many fans what's the relationship between the new fans and those old fans in terms of what the Coliseum's done to bring the history of the team together you know, it's interesting you say that about the Whites. The old fans, the guys who've been around a long time, like you, because you know what that is, they do get emotional about it. You know what the fans love right now? The ones they're going to wear in the Super the Bowl. The gold and blue. They which love is the, the gold and blue. Colors. They love it. And it looks so pretty on TV. It really they does. They do look good. They look good on TV. That's the one the fans love the most, and they go crazy for it, and they can't wait to hear that that's going to be on. The thing is, that, that 20 years... They really did lose a lot in that 20 years. So now they have to rebuild the fandom there. They've, they're they really starting with kids You probably now. already know this story, but I was talking to Vince Ferragamo a couple of days ago, and he's not coming out, I guess, but I talked to him on the phone. And I said, Vince, I said, I said the blue and yellow they're going to wear for the Super Bowl, and you remember that that's what you guys wore against, you know, in Pasadena when you played Pittsburgh in 78, and everybody compares Vince's story to Heaven Can Wait, to uh, Warren Beatty, to that, you know, Anybody that's a millennial doesn't have understanding of what that is, but we remember the movie. And it was almost like it was made a year before the Super Bowl and came out the year of the Super Bowl. And Vince said, 
everybody was comparing him to me in terms of the story of a quarterback coming out of nowhere to take the Rams to the Super Bowl. And they wore those blue and yellow uniforms in that movie in the Super Bowl in the big game against Pittsburgh. Yeah, someone sent me a picture of that, a little screenshot of Warren Beatty. I didn't yeah. even know who it was. Yeah. Uh, who's that guy? That's not Vince. Yeah. That wasn't Vince's number either. It's number no, 16. No. Jared Goff's number in that yeah. movie is what it is. Um, so, no, I'm not aware. See, that's just it. You're not aware of it. There's so many people who aren't aware of that whole business in L.A. And so they have this sort of uphill battle. You think, right, the Rams going to the Super Bowl is a big deal. I was talking to ticket brokers today. Soft sell. Nobody's buying. That's what I heard. L.A. is not buying. The ticket brokers are getting nervous now. Wow. about This is real. Uh, real. They, they, ticket brokers don't want me to tell you this. They don't want me to. In fact, they shut up when they realize well, that's the only thing that disappointed me and I, somebody said it did not happen in in the Chiefs game but when I went to the Packers game it's a full house which last time I was in the Coliseum was 83 when I played in the USFL last time to see my dad in there of course was when I was about 13 so the Coliseum hadn't changed except for the scoreboards they put up so I'm looking you know I'm, all these members are flooding back I even got a little teary-eyed when I walked in so we're in there and what is up with like 75% of the fans being Packer fans in that No, that, it's that not game. 75%. It seemed like it no. though because when they had the ball they were so loud that that our team sounded like they were in a Even visitor's 50% game. 50% embarrassing yeah. when you're the home team. Look, What's this up is a with constant, that? It's going to be like that for a while. The Packers game of all the games this season seemed like the most fans. Dallas too. Dallas too. But even with those and I, I talked to veteran reporters who've been around a long long time. We all kind of eyeball it. It, it, it is more Rams fans. It does lean more toward Rams fans. But just the fact that they're even 20% That's from the other true. team is shocking to someone from New Orleans or, right. for, or for, uh, the pa- uh, the Patriots. And, and they want to make fun of that. You know, you know, you know I just, just hit me why it wasn't like that when my dad played. Because you didn't have the television deal. All you saw was the Rams if they played away or at home. So it was your team. So it wasn't like everybody knew what the Steelers and the Chiefs were doing because you only saw the game that was in your city. And remember, there were no yes. highlights back then, so you yeah. didn't see other teams unless they came to and town. there were blackout rules. Yes, yes. HD 4K also. I think part of this, you know, some of the migration away from games is just because the HD 4K is so incredibly oh, clear yeah. that you can see the booger in the guys. Oh, yeah, I mean, you can see everything. <laughs> and so you feel like you're really there. And it's also a testament to people still loving the game. I think, you know, despite everything, the NFL is the best game in America. It's the most exciting game. It yep. comes down to field goals because, of course, our kickers are more important than people think. I Nick Lowry's not, with us. It's also a great fantastic competitive game kansas city hall of fame kicker with us good friend on sold out sports talk and, and for the first time and i hope not the last time oh. liz, the liz liz will be the legend <laughs> from Nick, Fox I'm glad you sitting here and you okay know liz I i'm going i'm going football on this one with you normally okay. i don't like to go too deep but here's the deal you've been around the rams all year long what is the difference between this team this year and the team that lost in the first playoff game last year the defense the defense, the, the veteran players that they have, a keep to leave is the difference in this team. Really? Yeah, absolutely that's the difference. And the experience. Jared Goff, is he 24 years old? Right. You know, I was talking to uh, Tony Romo, and Tony said that Jared's going to be nervous when he goes out there to begin with. He said he'll be nervous. And then once a player or two or maybe, maybe a series, then football will kick in. But the thing about this is he also says, and a lot of, and he says, and uh, uh, quite a few of the quarterbacks who are in the league right now say, you can't let the Patriots get a lead on you. So if Jared Goff is nervous, you have to hope the defense isn't nervous. But that's the well, difference. The I defense. want to give one hint to the Rams. I want to give one hint to the Rams about Sunday. If you win the toss, please take the ball. 
I, I wish the Kansas. Uh, what was the game they didn't take the ball? That, 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 it was it was the uh, Kansas City game. Yeah. I wish they would have taken the ball because Mahomes. You know, if, if they'd have scored or had some momentum, and then they do that eight-minute drive that just took the deflated the crowd and got just changed the whole uh, feeling of the game. Well, you look at the pass rush. I remember. Joe Montana, who I played with for a year, getting beaten up by Lawrence Taylor and Leonard Marshall. You remember uh, Michael Strahan uh, putting either touching or he was at the feet of Tom Brady right. when they ended that 16-game yes. yeah. perfect season. And it's going to be that way for the Rams. If they can have that every play pressure yes. the way the Chiefs did not have on Brady, then anything can happen, and Brady does not Well, and the first so thing good. you got to do against the Patriots, and I think we talked about this on Twitter, is you got to stop the run. The Patriots have run all over the Chargers oh, yeah. and the Chiefs. If yeah. they can stop the run, then you get in second and third and long, and your pass rush means something. Well, the Rams aren't great at stopping the run, as you all know. But you know what we have noticed? And Dominican Sue's a different guy in the playoffs. He has been. Right? So now he's gotten through a season almost like – I mean, you never want to suggest a, a pro player would do this, but that he paced himself until he got to the playoffs, and now he's turned off. It's like LeBron James. In fact, a <laughs> keep, a keep yeah. call. Yeah, like LeBron. Right. right? All right, so. A keep calls him playoff suit. I call him he wants a paid suit. Nick Lowry, Kansas City Chiefs. I wish we could talk all day long. We're going to have to do this again. I love the double up here. This is awesome. Well, you know, Liz was in, was in uh, Arizona for a little bit, and she was a legend there. And now she just got bigger. <laughs> Liz, the legend so. from Pittsburgh, Arizona, now L.A. <laughs> Fox in L.A., Liz would be Liz. We're looking Thanks. forward to pregame, postgame, Thanks. all the things you're going to do this Sunday. It's going to be a fun time. Nick, always great to see you. You can come into my house anytime. In fact, Nick might hold the record for me on my show the most times. You might hold the well, record. That, that might be scary, though. That <laughs> might, might drive away your fans. When we come back, more on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. You're listening to a best-of edition of Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with music artist Regina Love from NBC's The Voice. Visit SoldOutTV.com and consider donating to the Sold Out Youth Foundation. And follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. This young lady special, Regina Coves, with us. NBC The Voice season nine, uh, but, but just as importantly, gospel background. Uh, did her first album, The Real Deal, It Ain't Over, with Evander Holyfield, Real Deal <laughs> Productions. I mean, that's kind of cool. How did that happen for you? It was so amazing. Um, event, I met a lady in Kmart, had a 10 karat diamond ring on, and she's actually, when I first moved to Atlanta, Georgia, my first week here. And I said, look, honey, I just want to lay hands on that and pray and let God know what I want when that happens for me. And she says, you know what? You sound like you can sing. And I said, um, well, I can do a little bit. She said, I got a friend that needs a singer for an event. Can you uh, meet her? I said, yeah. So she said she had a friend that loves music and she would like for me to meet this friend. And she didn't tell me who the friend was. So I'm new to Georgia. So when I pull up, I'm like, look, I... I think I'm at this right place, but I don't know. I don't see anything. She said, well, do you see a gate? I said, uh, yeah. She said, well, the, the guard will let you in. So I'm like not even knowing. She said, well, he has to leave, you know, in about an hour. So can you get here at this time so we can leave? I said, okay, fine. So I pull up and I find where this big mansion was and he was standing right there. I'm telling you, my knees were sweating. I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. So I looked, I was like, that is Evander Holyfield. So he looked at me and nodded his head. And just turned and walked up. And he, and he asked her, have you ever met her before? She said, no, but I feel like I've been knowing her all my life. So I sang. We talked. 
I sang again. His car was there for him because he had another interview. He told him, I'm busy. I'll drive myself there. And that's what happened. And from that day forth, I left there at 11 o'clock at night. And he, before I left, he said, well, you want to sign with me or what? I said, yeah, why wow. not? And that was back when? That was, oh, my gosh, over 20 years ago. Wow, wow. Yeah. And, of course, you've worked with some of the greats yes. in gospel music, too. Yes. You're talking about the Fred Hammond. Fred Radicals Hammond. Christ. That was the original Fred Hammond Radicals yeah. for Christ. And, 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 of course, his name is kind of like Fred Hammond. He's been Israel. Israel. Yes, another I know one. Israel, yes. And and uh, trying to think the other young man who uh, does the rap, you know, with uh, with with a big choir. Uh, uh, oh, Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin. Of course, I toured with Kirk Franklin. Yes, See, I toured with Kirk. I, I, we were he, all coming out together. Yes, we yeah. were all family. That's the one thing I love about my whole life is, you know, being blessed to be with great such greats and and to have stuff. See, everybody leaves a little seed. You know, in you. And I, I thank God for that because Fred pulled out the praise and worship out of me because yeah. I came from a quartet background. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> NBC Voice Season 9. Yes. Okay, tell me about how, how you got into the voice and how that worked out for you and why you did that. Well, actually, I got in. It was 85,000 people that tried out for uh, the show. And in my group, I was the only person that was chosen to go through to the next round. And I'm telling you, the shows like this is really, really intense. And it's, I'm, when I'm telling you, if you're not really solid, and I thank God on my faith. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you something. One of the contestants where they were talking about me on the bus, they were like, I don't know what she does every morning, but she gets up and she's, I don't know what she's saying. Yeah. Whatever, because I was praying in my prayer language. And I would listen to my affirmations every morning. And I would pray for all the contestants because it's really intense. And people, if you're not strong, and if you don't have the faith, you can really break because there sure. were people that committed suicide. It's like a, it's, it's a, it's a grueling endurance It's a deal. grueling people thing. People have no idea. People have no idea and, and you got people intense. that sends mail good mail as well as hate mail as well as all kind of stuff you know how do you how do you equate uh uh that in american idol the number of north carolina singers that have come out of north carolina right. I, that's where i live and, and it seems like almost every contest there's somebody from north carolina right. that's getting it done <laughs> the thing about that well from the voice opposed to american idol i feel that you know a lot of times on american idol I, I, what I did not like is how they have people that they know and they make fun of people that didn't really, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like that. Yeah. And, and one thing about the voice, if you can't sing, they don't you're you not, on. you're not even passing. Right. Not even out of the door when you leave that you won't even get to even try out for the show because they don't want to make fun of anybody and do anything like that. No, it's okay, so a real Adam serious Levine show. is singing oh. at the halftime of the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, Adam seems like a guy that could, could do a little gospel. Well, it's so funny because uh, P.J. Morton is a very dear friend of mine. He's in Maroon 5, and his, his father is a bishop, Bishop Paul S. Morton, and he's in Maroon 5. So it's, it, was, it was amazing when I chose Adam uh, to be my coach, and then Gwen Stefani stole me, yeah. and God used me to help her through a difficult time. So that's why I tell everybody, I, the reason why I did this show is because I wanted people to know that dreams can and will come true no matter what you've gone through in your life, no matter what you've experienced, no matter how old you are. Just believe and have the faith because God said your gift shall make room. And it was so funny because Pharrell said to me, he says, look, I know you're singing about a man uh, when I did Midnight Train to Georgia, talking about a man leaving a woman, but I felt something come over me and it was a spirit that lifted me through this roof and you lifted this whole roof out of this building 
and I know that was the Jesus in me. So sometimes God sets you up in yeah. strategic places. So the people got Divine mad at me because you should have sang a gospel song. I asked to sing a gospel song, but they wouldn't allow me to. Yeah. Regina loves with us. Uh, you know, one of the things I was thinking about, as you said that, is, you know, they set it up on the show like they're mentoring you. But one of the great things about being a believer is that God puts you in opportunities where you get to be the mentor in such a different way, yes. in a humble way. Uh, so it sounds like they wouldn't show that on TV, but it sounds like he gave no. you a great opportunity with she these people. She said, Gwen said, and they actually showed it. I, my mind really? was blown. She said, the Lord had me. If you look at my videos, she said, the Lord had me push my button because wow. Gwen didn't turn for me because she said, I was afraid of wow. you. What am I going to teach you? Right. But she saved me. And then guess what? God used me to be a blessing to her. And it was funny because, you know, really in these shows, you're not supposed to interact right. with the people. But let me tell you something. She had me in her dressing room. We had our very wonderful moments, just she and I. And that has never happened in the history of the show. But see, when you do God's business, he'll take care of yours. Uh, I was going to ask you, you know, uh, a lot of athletes, you know, we want to be musicians and a lot of musicians want to be athletes. Yeah. <laughs> but for you, what's that feeling like when you're playing that large crowd when you know you've practiced, when you know you're ready to go, when you know you've got that anointing from the Lord and that you're giving it to him, the performance, what's that feeling like in terms of your talents and abilities and what you do walking out there? You know, I, I ask God to let Regina die. Let me die. And you come through me so that your work, so that your love, so that your anointing, so that your power can come and radiate this place. Because I want to change lives. I've been to a concert and I had to sing and I wasn't feeling my best. And even when I did Hello, because I did Hello and that was Adele's first song yeah, after a five-year yeah. hiatus. I was the first person to sing it live. She allowed me to do that because wow. they said that we can't get the clearance for that. This song has 580 million views and she's never sang it live. We can't get that. They sent a video of me to her. Wow. And she gave the permission. That's like but only see, imagine you know, a story, right? Come on. But see, favor isn't fair. Yeah. But see, when God is involved, anything will happen. Right. And that's what I ask him to do with me because I did concerts where people have come up to me. And this one lady, I'll never forget, she said, I came here today. I was going to come and I was going to take me and my children because my husband left me. And I was going to run my car off of a bridge and kill me and my children. But I came to this concert. My friend drugged me here. And I want to thank you. Not tell you. Oh, wow. Yeah. My thought is you never know who you're impacting, and, and that's why it's so important that we walk the walk yeah. uh, in front of whoever we're with. And that's the reason why I thank God. I know I was singing R&B, and I had some of people saying, well, you know you should have been on this gospel show. Why did you do that? Because you're, no. Doesn't and I don't want to be put in a box. Right. Because let me tell you something. The Bible says the, the, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. We got to go out. Right. Not inside of the four walls of the church. That's not the church. We're the church. And we take it with us wherever we go. I'll go into the enemy's camp and I'll open my mouth and I will bring them forth. Incredible story. And because yeah. uh, we talk to people from the world of music, sports, and entertainment right here on Sold Out, uh, that that's what they're all about. It's all yeah. about using their talents and abilities to impact others' lives, period. Can I tell um, you this? Um, you know, on some of the shows, they want to tell your story. Before I did the show, I lost my son, my father, and my mother. Wow. And my nephew committed suicide. 
for bullying and cyberbullying. And I wrote a song called No R.I.P. for that, to put a stop against that. And they wanted to use that on the show, but I would not allow them to do that. Because the Bible says, I want your gift to make room. I don't want people to feel sorry for me. I don't want you to even know that. But when you follow my history, you'll find it out It's in the later by and by. But I wanted my gift to make room. Of course, we want to thank Christian Healthcare Ministries, man just for uh, giving us the opportunity to sit down with Regina Love right here on Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel. And, of course, you want information about our program. It's soldouttv.com, Instagram, Roman Gabriel 3 uh, and uh, Twitter at the same. Uh, they need to get hold of you, follow you. Where we go? Yes, on Instagram, it's I am Regina Love, and also Regina Love Hair is my hairline. And we, when you do that, we give back. Because I have a movement called Regina Love, Labor of Love Movement. And what we do is we take deserving people that have suffered with cancer, alopecia. And I want them with a day with Regina for no charge. Awesome. I'll give them a unit. I'll give them an outfit. And I'll take a photo shoot with them. Because I'm going to tell you something. A lot of people don't even have professional photos of themselves. And when you're not feeling the best, you know, you want something to make you feel better and know that you can make it. And God is yes. a healer. Yes. And that's what I want to do with this. I want to make my mark on this earth. Before I let you go. Uh, I want you to sing a little something for our people out there because this, this is this is a faith-based audience who right. loves music on yes. American Family. I want you to sing a little something for us. Take us. Okay. Uh, when we come back, more on Sold Out Sports Talk. Here's Regina Love sending us to a commercial. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus Just to take a man His word Just Just to know the set the Lord. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.